Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast, where we connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories and chat about topics relevant to today's modern women. Here are your inspired women. Hi, I'm Jules. I'm the CEO of Julie Clyde Creative, and with me, as always, is my friend Megan. Hi, I'm Megan Hall, the founder of Megan Hall Motivation. And I wanted to let you all know that we are going to start putting in our show notes some blog posts and resources on the topics that we're talking about us and our interviewees, the people that we're featuring on the podcast, because we want you guys to have those resources as well. And today we are chatting about body shaming because that is something that all women struggle with. I know I have. What about you, Jules? Yes. Repeatedly. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm very good at shaming myself. I don't need others to help me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. But then we look at everything that's on social media and everything that's on magazines and on, you know, TV shows. And you start feeling like I'm not good enough. Like my body's not the right type. I don't, I don't look the way people should look. And actually, Joel sh- shared me uh, a Dove Beauty uh, thing. Mm-hmm yesterday wasn't it yeah and they were talking about how they use real people as in their in their commercials now and they show all body types which i am just loving that yeah um it's their 40th anniversary this this week and there's a big thing up in new york and one of the girls in australia has come over um as one of their body models to be part of that and i know we talked to vicky a few months ago about her inclusive fashion and she's yes. starting to go the same way as well which is awesome and I'll put a link in the show notes to Vicky's interview. And if you don't know how to find the show notes, it's inspiredwomenpodcast.com. All of every episode, the show notes are up there. Everything's going fantastic. But yes, we see that. And there are some um, magazines and stuff that are starting to use plus size models. And I put the in quotation because plus size models are actually like my size. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't help young women looking at those models saying they're plus size but they're only really a 10 to 12 and above it's not that's a normal size person yeah which is annoying (laughs) no i know and then the normal size models are like size zero and i'm like how is that even a size like i know some i know some women in real life that are size zero but generally the average woman is not a size zero no some people have great genes and they're lucky and some people work really hard to get the figures that they have and i know the olympic gymnasts were even talking about their abs they're like yes we work six hours plus a day to get strong enough to do our sport and if we stop doing our sport she i think it was simone biles said these go away as quick as a week to a month she's like they just disappear it's a sign of hard work not how you eat and with women we're actually meant to carry more weight because yeah. <laughs> as we touch our tummy. as we rub our tummies <laughs> but we're meant to carry more weight um because we are gonna have children i mean we're made to have children you don't have to have children that's a personal choice man sometimes i tell people just don't have children <laughs> just don't you will save yourself so much stress but then you lose out on all the fun as well so. yes there's so much fun but i mean we are meant to so our bodies naturally carry more weight um than men do i mean men can Man, I don't know. My husband can, when he wants to lose weight, can lose it like that. And I'm like, how is it possible that you just change what you eat and you lose like 20, 30, 50 pounds? And I have to like work out every day and change what I eat and like not drink alcohol. And <laughs> yeah. And then metabolisms are really different, which plays a huge role in 
how we work as well because we are built differently and we all function differently and you get people saying if you do high intensity stuff you won't lose weight but in if you do aerobic short sprints you won't lose weight if you do anaerobic like long marathons you won't lose weight and it's like well can someone work it out because oh somebody has so i follow chalene johnson mm. who is the creator of pio and turbo fire and she's a she's a beach body celebrity coach but she also has her own business um where she teaches marketing and business and she's freaking awesome but she even talks in one of her podcasts um so she has the chalene show which i can link up in the notes it's a really awesome one she also has build your tribe which is a business one so if you're business that's definitely a good one to tune into. She knows her stuff. But she talks about it actually depends on your body type. Every woman is different. So for some women, cardio is going to help them lose weight and they're going to they're gonna do great. For some women, they need to be strength training. That's going to help them. Some people are a hybrid and they need a little bit of both. So it's really finding what works best for your body. The same with eating. Ish. Right now she's coming up with, it's in a beta test of a intuitive eating program. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but it goes by you as a person, not like this is a one size fits all diet, um, so that you can figure out what works best for you and your body type, because some people can do fine with carbs, some people cannot, you know, some people have intolerances to all sorts of kind of things and that causes them, yeah, Jules is raising her hand. (laughs) (laughs) She has intolerance to everything. My husband says he's tolerant. He's tolerant. (laughs) (laughs) He's tolerant in our house, because. We have three of us that have intolerances. Yeah, but there's so much going on with women and body shaming that you see somebody on there and like, oh, you should cover up. You shouldn't be showing that. Who who cares? If you've ever been to, have you ever been to a beach here in Virginia? Beach? No. Yes, I have. The oceanfront? Yeah, you will see women of all shapes and sizes wearing a bikini. I am not kidding you. I was a little blown away, but then I was like, rocket woman, like the fact that you feel comfortable enough walking in a bikini, yeah. like no matter what size you are, that makes me feel like I can feel comfortable walking around in a bikini, even though I may not look exactly the way I would love to look, but I never will anyways. <laughs> yeah, the thing with that is there's women who are that size zero, or like petite size, that they will be looking at you saying, I wish I had your bum or your boobs or the confidence they might be doing the same thing with you, yet you're looking at someone else doing the same thing. Yeah. And no one actually understands that we're all actually thinking the same thing. And instead of shaming people, you should be like giving them a high five saying, well done. Yeah, way to go, way to go. That's awesome. I posted um, on Facebook a couple weeks or a month ago or more of me in a bikini because they were having the big fit over Lady Gaga's. Uh, body at the Super Bowl, which was just stupid. Like that woman is like amazing shape. She's incredible. <laughs> She's incredible. And um, so we talked. I sh- I posted a picture of me in my bikini. Of course, I have a little bit of fluff and stuff going on. But I I did not have any person say like cover up. They were all like, wow, you look amazing. Or some people were like, wow, I wish I had your body. And I was like. So uh, there are people out there that want my body, but then again, there's, uh, you know, women out there probably wanting your body, our audience. They're looking at you saying, man, I wish that I could just be where she is. There's always somebody wishing that they could have something that you have. Yeah. I wish my thyroid worked. (laughs) (laughs) Which I know people joke about having a thyroid issue and weight issues, but I can change anywhere from one pound to five pounds within a few days and it doesn't have to change anything that I'm eating or exercising or not it's just the fact that my thyroid likes to cause extra trouble in everything so I went to see Megan at one of her meetups a couple of weeks ago 
and I didn't fit any of my clothes. But I woke up the next morning and I fit everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's ridiculous. And it's a lot of things is people look at women, uh, we look at each other and we judge each other for like, oh my gosh, she should lose some weight or whatever. They could have a medical um, disorder or a medical problem that is causing them to be that now I'm not saying there are some people that just make excuses out there yeah, wazoo. Like you, if you're, if you're complaining and saying my, I have this medical disease that I can't lose weight, but you're not even like doing anything to try. That's, that's a, that's on you. But if you're actually trying, you know, you're eating right, you're exercising and you're still not seeing like you, you're seeing the fluctuation. And I know how well you eat because you and I are on the same, we're on the yeah. same page. She was like, okay, can you pick up lettuce? And she's like, romaine's the best kind. I'm like, I know, I know romaine's the best kind. <laughs> It tastes better. <laughs> iceberg lettuce, by the way, if you don't know, has no nutritional value. It's pretty much eating water. So when you buy an iceberg salad at, at um, you know, at a restaurant, you're pretty much paying for water. I find their salad here tastes funny too. You know when you get it in the bags? Yeah. Especially the iceberg. Ooh. Kind of off topic, but. <laughs> off topic. Last night, there's, it's called Neighborhood Harvest. So if you're in the oh, Virginia yeah. Beach area, they, it's all um, sustainably grown. It's in a, um, what's it called? The house. Greenhouse. Greenhouse. Yes, I couldn't remember it last night either. So they don't use pesticides. They don't use anything. And it's delivered fresh within a day or two of it being picked to your door. Oh. And their prices are reasonable. Like, right, I mean, to me, I shop at Whole Foods and so do you. It's right up there with that. So off topic, If I will link that up for anybody that lives in the Virginia Beach, um, Hampton Roads area. Because I'm pretty sure they do the whole Hampton Roads area. But body shaming. Yes, you have a lot of things where people are picking apart like Lady Gaga because she had... They say she had a role, but I'm like, I don't see it. And then one girl on my Facebook page, when I had posted something about it with my bikini, she's like, well, I did say something because I said maybe she should have get a size bigger bigger um, bottoms so that that wouldn't happen. I'm like, seriously? They would have fallen off with all the jumping and the dancing. and the Exactly. And, and the, the way dancing. I'm looking, I'm like, that comment is the reason that girls nowadays have such a problem with body image. Yeah. Like, that comment is the reason that girls... Because they hear it. They see it on social media. My my daughter is six feet tall. She weighs like 140 pounds. And she thinks it's fat at six feet tall. And I'm like, oh, honey, that's what I weigh. And I'm like six inches shorter than you. <laughs> and she, She's not at all, though. She's, she's not. Stunning. She's tall, blonde, beautiful. And she's just, she doesn't have any fat on her. I don't know what she's talking about. But she's always talking about how fat she is and... And how much she needs to lose weight and ask me like quick fixes. And I'm like, there's no quick fix, honey. I'm going to break that down to you. Uh, but it's because she, I mean, nowadays kids, they see it all on social yeah. media. They see it all on TV. They hear it on radio. But the biggest thing is they hear how we talk about ourselves and other women. I was going to say, it's not just that though. They can see it all they want. It's the comments that they're reading mm-hmm. underneath, which is the opinion of other people, I think is where it really like cements home that knowledge of well, such and such thinks this, but all these people commenting think something else, and that's the majority, so that's usually where they yeah. tend to lean to. Well, I had a girl on my Facebook post the other day that her kindergartner was told by another kindergartner that she has fat thighs. And I commented underneath that. I said, you, I said, this is why we have to watch what we say around our kids, because they, there's no way a kindergartner came up with that on their own. They heard it from the people around them, the people that are raising them. Like, they don't, it's not us telling our kids that, it's 
us saying that about other people when they hear it or saying it about ourselves and they hear it. And so they start picking up those words and they see that instead of us just loving where we are at with our body and not like pinching at our fat rolls or saying I'm so fat or I need to diet because they're soaking that up like little sponges and then they get to that point and they think, oh, I'm so fat or I need to diet because they're us, they're part of us. So when we're saying we're fat, they're thinking they're fat too because we help making them. Taylor's getting like shamed at school for what's in her lunchbox. So she's not eating her lunch and she's coming home starving hungry. I'm saying to her, why aren't you eating at school? Well, such and such told me I eat weird or what's in my lunchbox isn't normal or it will make me fat. Oh, because it's not like sugar-filled nonsense? Yeah. And I'm not surprised that the rates of like mental health and eating disorders are on the rise in our younger kids because they're hearing and seeing and learning from everything that we're doing. Yeah. And I was, I've been on several field trips with my kids and I am shocked. I mean, shocked at what comes in these kids' lunchboxes when they're packing for field trips. You're talking about one girl had fried chicken, Cheetos, and Skittles. Oh, and a, and a, uh, a high C, which we all know is not real fruit anyways. So this is like sugar, sugar, and more sugar that you're feeding your kids. And then I had my kids carrots, you know, um, a sandwich with, you know, like lettuce and, and meat and stuff like that, and an apple. And the other kids were making fun of them because like, oh, you don't have this? Where's your yeah. chips? Where's your... And I'm like, because they don't need that. And I'm standing there and one little girl's like, oh, can Audrina just have my chips since she didn't pack her any? I said, no, I didn't pack her any because she doesn't need any. <laughs> See, but then there's lunchbox shaming too. <laughs> yeah, there's lunchbox shaming, body shaming, there's shaming all over. But these little girls are, I mean, yes, they're eventually. They're taught the wrong eating habits early. Yeah, and they're, and, and they're being taught the wrong way to talk to other people and treat other people. I mean, once you hit middle school, yes. Now my middle schooler is not just learning from me, but she's learning from all of her peers who learned it from their parents. Like I said, mean girls come from mean parents. Like they didn't become that i mean once they hit high school and middle school then they start to become that but when they're little girls and little girls are being mean and they're body shaming other little girls they learned it from somewhere and it's got to start with us we've got to start being more mindful of what comes out of our mouths in front of our kids like and what they're watching on television like you know i'm not here to shame victoria's secret because i love their underwear um the costumes are fantastic <laughs> um but if you're watching it with your little girl, what is that saying to her? Like maybe having a conversation afterwards, you know, about it. That that's not that's not the tip. That's not the average woman. Like women have a variety of bodies. Like they they're they're one size. <laughs> there are like twenty thousand other sizes that well, you can be. And I watch it, but we talk about all like the wings and the, the costume fun things. And it, it's nothing for us. It's nothing to do with the body. Yeah. Um. But. As we're sitting there, you know, we talk about, you know, how much they look after themselves, that they eat really well, and that they exercise really well. Yeah. And if it ever came up, then she's got that already sitting in the back of my mind. Yeah, that they had to work really hard to get there. Like, Like, I get body shamed for it all the way to the bus stop when I take TT for the school bus run. And I had it happen to me very publicly. Oh, with your sweatpants? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what is wrong with you? Because... Their children are listening to what they're saying. And I was like, I feel really sorry for their kids if they're being brought up that how they look is more important than what's inside. My kids see me in track pants and sweatshirts and, like, just 
flip-flops. I'm not going to say thongs because that's the Australian version. <laughs> <laughs> you say thongs here, we think of something else. Yeah, I know, it's the underwear. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it, it's so wrong that they're listening to that and that's what they perceive as their, like, Value. We learned it from somewhere. Like my mom, and she listens to the podcast. So I'm sorry, mom, but I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out. <laughs> and she started listening to the podcast, and she's telling me all about it. But when I was growing up, all I remember is my mom would uh, exercise. And my mom was very active. She played softball and stuff. But when she like exercise inside the house or start eating right, it was generally like a diet. So it wasn't like a permanent thing. Um, when we were growing up, we had okay eating habits, but it wasn't like the most fantastic. My mom did try to make sure that we had, um, vegetables at dinner every time, but like the rest of the day, I mean, I was talking to my husband how we would have like the gallon jug full of Kool-Aid and you know, he's got like a cup of sugar in that, a cup of sugar and you drink it all in one day. So I just remember growing up is what I took away was like my mom only worked out besides playing softball and ate like died like dieted ate right salads whatever when she wanted to lose weight so that's what stuck with me um and anytime I saw people growing up adults when they worked out they talked about how they had to lose weight so in my head I didn't think of it as a natural everyday thing I thought that's what you had to do when you're you wanted to lose weight now I'm trying to tell my kids like they'll ask me like are you working out today it doesn't have anything to do with losing weight I I constantly have not constantly but I make sure I have conversations with them like, why do you think mommy works out? Uh, and they'll say, mommy works out because she wants to be healthy. I'm like, that's exactly what, what I want you to think about when you think about working out. Because we got to think about like, what what subliminal messages are we sending to our kids if they see us like, like I said, like pulling out our fat or standing on the scale. Like my scale is hidden in my bedroom because I don't want my kids to know that I, I don't, I try not to weigh myself. Kids, Very often. you know where to go find it now? It's in Megan's bedroom it's in, somewhere. <laughs> it's in my bedroom. They're not allowed in my bedroom. But, you know, um, I read a article one time from a woman that said, moms, just wear your bathing suit on the beach. Because she was talking about how she missed out on so many moments with her kids at the beach because she was scared to show her body. Like, she wouldn't go in the water with her kids. She wouldn't go build a castle because she didn't want other women judging her. So she yeah. stayed on her towel and didn't move. And she's like, I missed out on so many moments with my kids. She's like, Mom, just, just wear a bathing suit. Yeah, I wear shorts and a uh, singlet or a tank top because you don't call singlets the same thing. You're all nuts. <laughs> But yeah, I've always worn shorts, but that's more of a safety security in my head than a, someone else. Yeah, but you're still going in the water with your kids. Oh, you're still yeah. playing in oh, the sand yeah. versus sitting on your yeah. towel and not moving because you're scared of what other people will think. Like, Everybody's who cares? Enjoying the beach. No one actually. Yeah. If they're, attention. if they're there to judge, then they need to just go somewhere <laughs> and not be at the beach. People wear bathing suits at the beach. That's what they wear. But that's what I found in Europe when I traveled. Everybody literally is nude on the beach and no one cares. No one goes up and goes, you shouldn't be here. You're naked. You shouldn't be on this beach. Like they literally, they all just want to go and get sand and relax and chill out. And it's Did you ever see the different. movie Euro Trip? I think so. And they go to the nude beach because they're all excited. They're Americans. They're all excited yeah. thinking that they're going to see like these hot women. And it's all like m- like older <laughs> middle-aged people like and that like are all different bodies. And, and they're all leathery. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, this is not what I was expecting. They were expecting that the nude beach would be these like hot 
women wander around naked and it was like people of all shapes sizes and ages just not giving a crap nobody Which was humping each other what the human race is we're all different shapes and sizes yeah so body shaming somebody because you don't agree with what what they're doing or how they look you know what the great thing is is you can just not say anything you can hide them on social media if you're really that offended mm-hmm. you can just refrain from having to say that it's not like they're walking around your house naked like you can stop yourself from having to see that or say anything if it's really offensive to you but a lot of times I see I know I have this one girl on my um, social media and she's local and maybe she listens to this so if you're out there you know who you are she's been uh she was 200 she was a two over 200 pounds and she started on her fitness journey she's been sharing her before and before in progress um in like tank top and shorts and stuff like that and I'm like that's amazing because she's just putting it all out there and I'm like that's so inspirational to people to actually see that you're progressing versus you hiding it away and now I'm going to show you my before and after when I'm like tiny and then that was that before but you know seeing her progress from I think I think she said she's lost 50 pounds or 60 pounds already that's awesome something amazing that yeah what did Fee say the other day? You fall in love with the the journey, you love the outcome. Where's my sticky labels gone? <laughs> I don't know. I wrote it down especially because I knew that we'd bring it up. But anyway. But yeah, there's people just want to put their two cents out there because we've been warped. We've been brought up to think a certain way and that people need to look a certain way versus being like, people are all shapes and sizes. Now, yes, if you have health issues then maybe you need to go see a doctor um, and that's on you. That's not on anybody else. But if you're healthy, what does it matter? Like I've I've always said health is not one size. Skinny does not equal healthy. I know skinny people who are not healthy and have uh, health issues because they can, they don't, their metabolism just allows them to be skinny. But then I know people, some curvy girls who are the healthiest, most fit people you ever meet. That's just their body type. Yeah. They're just always going to be a little bit bigger. I know my thighs will never go away. Because even when I was at my skinniest, they were still there. Well, when I I was national rowing level back in Australia uh, through high school and college, and I always had thighs and my trousers at the waist would never fit because I had to get size or two up to fit my thighs. And I remember feeling so, like, not, yeah, be negative would be the right word, but going to the shops and hating trying to shop because I was a curvy girl, but I was also bloody strong and I was really lean, except for my thighs and bum, obviously, because that's your power. Um, and now I look back at those photos and I think, I just want to go back and shake myself and go, do you realize what a rocking body you had? <laughs> I remember I was in seventh grade and we had to go to the nurse and have our like health checkup and had to be weighed. And I was weighed <laughs> and I came out at 145. In seventh grade and I cried so hard I cried all the way back to my my class and everything because I thought I was fat and I was I was crying so hard and it was just awful and this was before I had my daughter so of course my body has now I now I'm about the same size but my body's all discombobulated because I've had four kids and every kid changes your body yes thanks kids until you're done having kids just don't buy a new wardrobe because your body's going to change every single time but yeah I thought I was fat and at 145 because all the girls would talk about 
you know, their, how much they weighed. And I was comparing myself to their, cause they're all bragging about it in class. And I'm like, I'm 45, I'm bigger than all of them. Yeah, your bone structure has to get taken into account. Yeah. And well. mine's very like all over. Like yeah. I, I don't, I mean, I'll carry it more than my hip or in my hips and yeah, my belly, but mine's more all over. So like a lot of people when they, you know, when I was younger and I tell them how much I weighed, they'd be in shock because they're like, how can you weigh that much? You don't look like you weigh that much. And I'm like, it's just well proportioned. But I cried so hard because in my head, I thought that was fat. And now I'm just like, man, I look good. Yeah. Like I look so good after having my first kid uh, going into, yeah, I ha- I'm teen mom. So <laughs> going to my prom and I'm like looking at those pictures like, oh man, <laughs> Look good. That's exactly right. We had the same measure and scale thing come every year to school. And they did our skin fold test and the body mass and all that sort of stuff. And the people doing the test went upstairs. My mum was head of PE at the school that I was at. And they actually gave her a list of people that they deemed to be anorexic. And she laughed her head off when she saw my name on the list. And they're like, excuse me, this isn't funny. This is actually serious. She went, all the girls on this list... Uh, athletes they all train they all eat and she said and this one in particular if you saw how much she eats she said you'd understand that she should not be on this list but that for me mama's I love you mom <laughs> mom's always said oh you shouldn't eat that much or you shouldn't and it's always been about food so for yeah me, I still have those issues now that oh I shouldn't eat that much where you're meant to eat healthy and you should eat the right proportions of healthy but if you stop eating that's when you start putting your body into storage mode and that's a whole other cycle of destruction people tell you to lose weight you eat less and work out more the problem is is your body needs fuel you will go into starvation mode and you will pack on the weight it'll it'll protect itself by storing fat like storing as much fat and energy as it can like (laughs) protection mode yeah winter fat but i used to take a shopping bag full of food to school Mm-hmm. And I, when they said that I was anorexic, I was like, can I have a copy of that? That's awesome. <laughs> well, it's just like uh, people say they always get the winter weight. It kind of, There is science behind it. Our bodies, because mind you, our cells and everything in our body were formed generations and generations and decades ago. So in the winter time, what did our ancestors have to do? It was cold outside, so they needed more fat on their bodies yeah. to stay warm. So what do our bodies do? They want to slow down and store fat when it's cold outside. Hi, Benet. Hello. <laughs> but there's shame doesn't just go for, there's not just fat shaming, there's skinny shaming too. Yeah. Where people who are plus size or a little bit curvy will shame women who are smaller. It's genes. Like, it's jeans. Or they worked really freaking hard yeah. to get there. And why should you have the right, because you don't look like them, to shame them? I had, when I lost 30 pounds last year, I had people saying to me, well, you don't lose any more. Yeah. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I feel great. I'm healthy. My health improved from doing that. It's like, this is so wrong. You just can't win. It doesn't matter no. what you do. You just... At my biggest, I got shamed. I always, we said in um, one of our previous podcasts, I was the big fat friend. (laughs) And I would get picked on for my weight and what I looked like. But then I, at my smallest, which was scary. I actually, my husband was like, 
he's he was scared for me because I had lost so much weight, I just kept going and going and going. And it was my mother in law who was like said, I don't remember exactly what she said because I've kind of worked through it, so it's hard to remember. When you work through your issues, it's harder to remember them. But I do remember her saying something to me that like broke me in half. Like I'd worked so hard to get there and her comment and then I like did the opposite. I just stopped working out completely and started eating whatever. And then I had to find my happy medium because I had to lose weight again. So now I'm at this happy medium that I know if I do consistent workouts and I eat relatively good, I'm a person moderation. Like I'm going to have alcohol in moderation. I'm going to have, although I did find out I was allergic to conventional wine. That's another story. But alcohol in moderation. I can have like junk food in moderation. I had some chips last night. They were good from Baker's Crust. <laughs> Yummy. It's like Megan's... Um... What is it called? Kryptonite. Chips are my kryptonite. I will eat an entire bag. I will. Yes. Like, I cannot have them in my house because I will eat a whole bag. Like, there's no moderation there. Bag. <laughs> I have to get the baby bags so that I don't eat yeah, it. Yeah, well, we have little M&M bags, but Chris is using them like shots now. He tears the fun size top off it and just chips it in his mouth. And I'm like... <laughs> No, you're meant to take one, pour it in your hand and take one or two and eat that way. He's like, but this is so much more fun. <laughs> but even men deal with shaming, body shaming sometimes. Like women deal with it on a more public and wide scale, but even men do as well. Like, I mean, with the military, they have to have their, you know, their annual, make sure they're fit, you know, and. Chris's is coming up. Oh, is it? <laughs> He's a little yeah and it's uh what with the american navy is if you don't pass the weigh-in which mind you the weight standards for men are the weight standards for women in the navy man i could totally pass that like i'd have no problem with that i think those are unfair i think they're a little high the weight standards for men are ridiculously unfair jeremy would have to be over 20 pounds lighter than he is right now i mean he's a, a bigger dude but like he'd be really tiny if he lost 20 pounds like he'd and uh, so I think their their weight standards are off. But if you don't pass the weight, they do what's called they it's called the rope and choke. That's not the official name, but they measure their neck and they measure their waist and they have this calculation to figure out if they're fat. It is completely inaccurate and it's just ridiculous. It is so bizarre. But like guys deal with it too, but in smaller doses. And I feel like. You know, guys can get away with being bigger and people accept them more for being bigger. Like you have like the dad bod and it's a cool thing to have a dad bod. But what happened to the mom bod? That's it. I'm dead sexy. I'm dead sexy. sexy. No, no, that, I don't think, I think that's gone past the dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you would never see, so you could have a uh, fat bastard on there, but you would have never seen a movie with a, a woman that no. was obese on there. You'd never see that. Because it's just not a thing. So men, it's it just, yes, they do deal with body shaming. It does happen. But it's on a smaller scale. And I feel like they're more accepted to be bigger. Like, But size-wise, yes. But hair. Hair. Like baldness, body hair, muscle structure. Yeah. Like they get a whole heap of Or like Debbie stuff. said about on, on hers, and I'll link her podcast, uh, podcast in the show notes as well, about the guy from Gilmore Girls, Luke. Yeah. That people were oh, shaming no, him for like, what his body looked like. Mm. And I was like, because he has like a normal man body and he doesn't have a six pack. We set these actors and actresses up to fail because we have them on such high pedestals that they have to look a certain way. And I'm like, why can't we just 
have normal people on well, movies. That's why I love Like Melissa McCarthy. That's why I, I love, like her. Um, Meryl Streep got told she was too ugly for Hollywood, so she kept working and found someone that went, no, you're not. You're unique. And that's why they love her and look at her now. And same with Jennifer Lawrence. Same with Rebel Wilson. There's a whole heap of... I love Rebel Wilson. She's so funny. Pitch one, Perfect is one of my favorite. One chick, I can't remember her name, got told that she was too boring. She, she just looked too normal for Hollywood. And she's like doing a show about girl next door sort of thing. But um, she's basically gone, yeah, well, you can say all you like, but I'm still going to do what I want to do. Like, they're in, they're in such a, a big spotlight that you will constantly see on covers of magazines, on the internet, on social media, people tearing these celebrities apart because they look normal. They have some cellulite. Imagine Ooh. that. Woo! <laughs> they have some uh, stretch marks. Wow, imagine they birth babies that they have stretch marks. That's such a weird concept. You know? Everybody gets them, though. That's what I don't understand. Yes. I got them from rowing between seasons. Yeah. I had them I before I had kids. kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I have more because I have kids. When my kids jacked up my whole entire boobs. You're speaking to the... Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, you. what? Those don't look normal. <laughs> but okay. But yeah, we have, you know, celebrities are in such a big spotlight that they get that. But then even people who are, are like us, entrepreneurs, that once they get big enough, people start to think that they have some say in what they look like and what they do. It's just going to stop. It all has to stop, which is why Just Be Revolution is so great because it's all about empowering people. Do you have links for that? Does she have stuff? Yes, she's okay. started. Um, so we'll link that up too. Rockstars and Royalty, she's creating for inclusive fashion, which is awesome. And she, in her um, imagery information, she actually says the models will not be photoshopped. Their body shape will never be changed. Um, they have to be from all races, all um, sexes. Yeah, all she even has sexes races, in there. Body size, sex, and backgrounds. Like, so she's not even going to be specifically picking just models. She wants to pick everyday people to do it as well. So, people like that are starting to become more and more yes. mainstream. So, what would be one tip that you have for people when it comes to body shaming? Stop it. Stop. It. <laughs> no, I would though. Um. Me, well, you say it to me all the time. It usually speaks more about that person than it does about you. Mm-hmm. So you just have to just smile. At... And remind yourself of that. Like, yeah. this is not about me. This is about them, their beliefs, their perceptions, their insecurities. Because if they're saying something about your body, they're insecure about something about their body. That's exactly yeah. what it is. They're not saying it because they think... Mean people say mean things. <laughs> so, Chris used to go, they're just jealous. They're just of jealous. What? And I'm like, yeah, maybe they were. I tell my, <laughs> my teenager that too. I was like, there's no way. Carmel is six feet tall. She is model. blonde. She's got blue eyes. Multiple people tell her she should be a model. She's like tiny, tiny, tiny. Uh, she gets mad because we wear the same size and pants. I'm like, I'm five foot six. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm five foot six, so it doesn't proportion the same way it does for you. I have curves. <laughs> yeah. But for me, my one tip would be, like we spoke about before, is be mindful of what you say around your children. Absolutely. Because what you say is what they're going to take with them. And even the subliminal messages, you don't think that they're paying attention when you're yanking on or you're talking about how your clothes don't fit right or you're saying, I won't wear a bikini because I'm too fat. 
they see that, they hear that, they soak it up, and they're part you. It's, I was told one time never to bash my older daughters. They, I have three babies' daddies. I have three babies' daddies. <laughs> my older daughter's father's in front of them because they are part that person. And so it's like me saying that they're bad too. And so that's the same when you talk about yourself in a negative fashion. It's saying the same thing. So we will hook up some information in the show notes, uh, articles and stuff we come across about body shaming and things that we found really inspirational and also everything we mentioned in here. But I hope that you guys will take this forward and know that we are all different shapes and sizes and races and it's just amazing. We, we really in the Inspired Women podcast want to embrace the fact that we are all different. We welcome women of all types from all areas of their journey. This is what this podcast is about, for you to feel supported and connected to other women. Yeah. My mom always used to say, life would be so boring if we are all the same. Yes. And she's so right. Yes. You're right. <laughs> Jules' mom lis- listens to this yeah. too. So hi. Hi, mom. Hi. <laughs> our moms listen to our podcast. So do a lot of other people too. I was looking at the stats and I was like, well, this is quite impressive. So keep sharing the world. word. Right. Tell your friends about it. Share it with them if you find this inspirational. And we have some amazing things coming. We're not going to tell you yet, but if you stay tuned in the next couple weeks, you'll hear more about it. And we've got the invitation for people to send us their stories. Oh, yes. Uh, on the website, inspiredwomenpodcast.com. If you go up there, there's a, actually a part of the website that you can apply. If you feel that you have a real story that's inspirational that you can share with our audience, I do want to warn you because we've got a lot of business people who say, but I can talk about how I started my business. If you listen to this podcast, you know this is not about business. Yes, we've interviewed business owners, but this is about women feeling connected, listening to real stories so you don't feel alone and you feel like, wow, there's hope out there and there's people out there and that you can see different different sides of the story and different people that you may never have experienced in your life before. So maybe you never experienced body shame, but now you just heard a bunch about how we have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So we will talk to you guys later. We hope you have a fabulous week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Inspired Women Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, write us a review, and share this out with your friends and family. See you next week.